Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. It's Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude and myself talking about the secret to retirement success. Get out of your own way. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> the case, is usually we're blocking or messing up the, the works as it goes uh, because we tend to be our own worst enemy. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I am doing spectacular. Just got back from a due diligence meeting in Philly where we were meeting with one of our investment managers. So nice place to visit Philly. I wouldn't mind going back. A lot of history. A lot of history. Yes, sir. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there. You know, uh, what do you think about that statement? You know, get out of our own way. Do you think that's a fairly accurate assessment to what a lot of people do? I mean, obviously, right now with the the yes, the time we're taping this podcast, uh, NASDAQ tech stocks, they're taking a beating, Jude, for the year. They're down like almost 25%. Uh, the S&P, the time we're taping this, is a, down about 15%. And when that stuff starts to happen, we start you know, doing things maybe we shouldn't do. We start to maybe panic or sell at the wrong times. Yeah, that, that statement couldn't be more accurate. There are two phases of your financial life. The accumulation phase where you're saving money to get to retirement and the distribution phase uh-huh. where now you're replacing your paycheck with all the money that you've saved. And I find that most people hire us uh, who are in accumulation because not because they're not smart people and not because they they aren't making enough money. They are their own worst enemies. They're so, there's so much information and so many choices out there. And then with adding the news and the emotion of what's going on today, they really need a guide to help smooth everything out and show them the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it's tough, right? I mean, we talked about it before a couple weeks ago. Addicted is a pretty good word. We've been fairly addicted to this bull run that we've been on for a while. And so, you know, allowing fear or greed, that's the first one on my list, to cause you to buy or sell at the wrong time, which I just brought up. I mean, it affects us all. It doesn't make you good or bad or anything else. It just makes you human, right? But sometimes and a lot of times, you know, having someone like yourself is that barrier to, you know, doing something dumb. You said there's two phases to money and uh, growing money. And of course, the way you said it obviously makes a lot of sense. I was going to say there's the oh yeah and the oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot of people are in the oh no right now because of everything you said, what's going on in the market. You know, and it's been a while since we faced something like this. 12 year bull run is amazing. I think it's the longest bull run in recorded history for our country. Uh, But I get these questions. Uh, Fortunate enough in my career, I've been. I've seen three bear runs and three bull runs, been in the industry 25 years. And what I want to tell clients right now, particularly if you're in the accumulation phase, don't let fear or greed make you make a bad decision. Particularly the closer you get toward retirement, it's hard to rebound from a bad decision. Right now, fear is setting in because we haven't seen this type of downturn in the market in so long. But people forget, and I I have to remind clients, We've been through the tech bubble in the, in the, in the 1990, 1999. We've been through uh, 9-11. We've been through the financial crisis. We've seen downturns in the market before. The most important thing is that you, you have a plan. You know what the plan is supposed to do, your timeframe from getting to the goal and sticking to the plan. 
don't let fear or greed make you make a bad decision. Definitely. Definitely. And another one on this list for the uh, getting out of our own way is when it comes to like the tax situation, maybe making a bad choice from an investment standpoint or whatever, thinking that, well, okay, this is going to be a good tax diversion or uh, dodge or whatever term you want to use, right? Tax, you know, place I can do something to reduce my taxable load. And then it winds up really just being a bad move for your total portfolio. Yeah. So one of the things that makes us different about it as a firm is that we pride ourselves on being a tax-wise financial planning firm. There's some firms that if you even mention the word tax, they're going to say, well, you need to see your tax professional because taxes is something that we don't do. Now, we to be straightforward, we don't do tax returns, but taxes is such an important part of the overall financial picture that you've got to understand how that invects, affects an investment strategy. With that said, you can't let the tax tail wag the dog. And I've seen uh, clients who are in high tax brackets sometimes want to either purchase something that has a that is being promoted as being a an investment that can provide them tax relief or sometimes sell something because they want to get that that tax loss and I always ask how does this further the big picture we've got to figure out how does this further the big picture because if it's just a tax strategy that doesn't fit into the overall strategy of how we're going to get you closer to retirement, then it's probably not worth uh, taking the time to execute on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a good point. You got to make sure that you're, and again, a lot of times it's so many little pieces when we're talking accumulation versus preservation as you kicked it off with, it's easy to do the accumulation thing, especially when the market's been the way it is. We all look like geniuses. It's the figuring out how to keep it when things or times are bad that it becomes difficult. And that's when we kind of get in our own way, again, to the point of the podcast. Uh, Maybe leaving too much money in cash for too long, Jude, because you just procrastinate things about doing it or whatever the case is. Now, granted, right now you might feel like, hey, I was smart to leave that there because the markets are not doing so good. But, you know, you're just not making any decision. You're just kind of leaving it. And then every so often you wind up being right. It's like saying, well, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So. I'll give you a real world example. Um, we've got a client that is very well off, um, hasn't retired yet, but close to retirement. And for the last, I think, four years now, you said before you talked about this bull run. Up until now, if you look back at the last four years, the market has done double-digit returns. But over those last four years, I've been speaking to this client about taking some of the cash this client has sitting on the sideline, and we just haven't done it. And so, yes, if you look at today, you say, wow, I made a great decision. But if you look back four years ago with this client, had we made that decision and invested it? the return on it would have outweighed the the temporary downturn that we have today. And so the last thing I'll say about this is if you've got too much money in cash, what you're actually doing is losing money slowly and guaranteed, you know, because you know how inflation is. And particularly this year where we've seen inflation worse than we've seen in 35 years, if you're only earning 0.25% and inflation is going on on average 3%, 
And on top of it, if you're paying taxes on that money that you're earning, you're really losing money. Yeah, big time. And nobody likes to do that, right? Which is why we start to panic, which is why we start to get in our own way, uh, which makes you do number four, which makes you overthink every single thing that you're doing. Or typically, I think when even times are good, we overthink it because we're like, ah, oh, this can't be real or this can't be true. And then when things start to go bad, we're so fast to make the decision to get out and lock in those losses, for example, you know, that we wind up, you know, just being too quick on the trigger. But many times we just overthink it to death and we don't do anything. So this, I, I chuckled when I saw this on the list, and I hope that I don't offend my engineer clients. But typically what I think about overthinking, I think a lot about my engineer clients because my typical engineer client will have three different spreadsheets for one scenario that they want to look at multiple ways. And what we have to do when we when they present the spreadsheets to us as planners, we're like, well, look, let's think about the overall strategy that we're using to get you to your end goal. Ensure uh, there's multiple different scenarios that could happen. If you're if you're a comic book fan, you're probably watching Doctor Strange and and the multi universe right now. We can't overthink things because we we can't. Uh, have a plan for every possible scenario. But what we can do is work on what's most probable. And that's the the difference when we're working with a client. Yes, anything is possible, but we're here to help you with what's the most probable. That's a great way of looking at it. And you got a little uh, pop culture reference in there. So, hey, good good stuff. (laughs) Good stuff. All right. So then finally, you know, one thing about getting out of our own way is some people feel like, you know, the industry, the financial services industry, they feel like either a, you have to be like, in our minds, we go, or only rich people use advisors or, you know, they're all trying to just take my money or, you know, there's all these different kinds of things. And unfortunately there's some, there's the occasional bad apple that ruins the bunch, right, Jude? But for the most part, you know, financial professionals are trying to do a good job. Where people mess up is when they take advice from their brother and their cousin and their uncle and their friend who dabbles, you know, in maybe in market something, you know, in the market a little bit or something like that, and has had one or two home runs. Although they never tell you about the seventeen strikeouts that they had, right? That they kind never of thing. tell you about those. <laughs> and this is this is interesting because I, I face this too. And and most people that are giving you advice who are not a financial professional professional, they, they really do it uh, with your best interest in mind. Give you an example. Recently, had a client that I've had for about 10 years, and this client is now in, in the dating field. And the new person that the client is dating mentioned, hey, why don't you, why aren't you contributing to an IRA? I mean, that's just one of the best things that you can be doing. And so my client came to me and told me, um, my friend that I'm dating mentioned I should be contributing to an IRA. Well, I said, that would be great, but you make so much money that the IRA is no longer tax deductible and you're contributing the max to your retirement plan at work. So that's the strategy that we've laid out for you. And it makes sense. By the way, what does your friend do for a living? (laughs) Not a financial advisor. Okay. So let's, Let's work. Let's work on the plan that we put together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if he's a mechanic or whatever, or you know, you know, he's a builder. Hey, I, that's where I'm going to go when I need building advice, but not necessarily exactly. for financial advice. And you know, again, don't get me wrong. Most people have 
the best of intentions, loved ones, Absolutely. friends, whatever. But it's just they don't know your ins and outs. And let's be honest, we're probably not going to tell them all of our ins and outs because we're all a bit guarded that way, especially when it comes to our finances. So many times the secret to retirement success is just getting out of your own way, doing some of the things we talked about, not allowing, you know, the elements around us to completely affect us. I know that's easier said than done, but that's why you have a professional. You know, you have someone like Jude and his team there because they're a great sounding board. I say often and over and over again that one of the really great benefits, I think, to working with a professional in any industry is having that person that you can say, here's what I'm thinking about doing. And since they do it every day, all day long, they can go, yeah, that's not bad. Or no, I wouldn't touch that. Or let's talk about why. Right. So Either way, you get that sounding board. So if you need some help and talking about why, don't forget to reach out to Jude and the team before you take any action. Stop by the main website at CentrustFS.com. That's CentrustFS.com, C-E-N-T-R-U-S-F-S.com. Uh, no T on the end of that. Or just stop by the other website for the podcasting needs, which you can subscribe and uh, check out past episodes and all that good stuff. And you can link back to the main one as well. And that's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com, planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Jude, buddy, thanks for hanging out with me this week. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great start to May. I love it. Every time we get together, it's it's always a blast. We'll be back soon with a, in a couple of weeks, probably just before Memorial Day. We'll do one more, and uh, we'll see what's going on for the end of the month. We'll catch you next time here on Plan Wise, Retire Free with Jude Wilson. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson, who is solely responsible for its content.